It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jay Crawford, Adam, the bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names. It would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Yeah. I knew you was going to do it. That's why I did it. Yeah. I know G's move. Yeah. Start with the bird, man. Hey, man, before we start, man, shout out to Typhus and Shoes today, man. Oh, go hate on them. You know what I'm saying? Little Travis Scott. You know what I'm saying? I ain't Travis Scott enjoy That's a haymaker right there. You know what I'm saying? He's a haymaker. You got to, you know, you better have some arsenal behind you because, you know what I'm saying? Them is definitely repeatable. He got the Travis They're not repeatable. Well, I'm not gonna. No, you look, won't see look, these look, again look. until next year. Look, he got the Travis Scott song and out of the lawsuit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, lawsuit, Travis Scott. <laughs> lawsuit in <laughs> <and> a <event. laughs> I got you. I see the coordination here. I see the coordination. <laughs> right. Back, we got we got OG in the building. Hey, hey, hey OG. I know you got some uh, big name people that's ready to come up to the players' union and show these football brothers how to get it I, done. I'm stymied. Ah, I'm stymied here. <laughs> I mean, this is nonsense. I said, and I said, and I say it again. Here, be clear, because I told you I got four daughters. I'm, I'm, I'm sympathetic to everybody, right? right. <laughs> but this is nonsense. Right? Tom foolery. Tom foolery at the best. We have a legal proceeding that's supposed to follow a certain procedure. Man. I'm trying to explain this to Tyvis earlier. <laughs> here's a procedure, and then the head of the NFL, the face, Goodell. He weighs in on the procedure before the hearing. I'm like, what is this nonsense? It, it, was, it was strong and indignant, but yeah. I'll tell you what, you know, this person is always strong and indignant. We got Jay in the building. Ooh. Jay's ready to go early. He logged up. Hey, you signed up early? He ready to go. Yeah, Look, I just saw oh, 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 I just yeah. to turn you guys off the What you got on? Yeah, what you got on? Jersey. Oh, this cat, you know what? <laughs> This he got this he got I don't even is that know the Sandusky Saints. What is that? <laughs> no, man, that's the St. Paul Saints. See, here's Ooh. the deal. That's, that's that's one of the minor league teams I pitched for. Oh, I God. have to get into a game day. You guys know this. You have to get into a game day mentality before yes. you can bounce back from an illness. So I'm just telling myself that today's game day and I have to be better. I can't <laughs> I can't still feel like crap. So I'm, I'm, it's mind over matter. As soon as the show's over, I'm going to get my first cardio in in nine days. Okay. And I know that's going to make me better. So I'll be fine by tomorrow, I hope. Now, are your, is your name <laughs> on the back of this jersey? Not this one, no. I have, I have several that it, it is on the back of, but not this one. Now, okay. you, you play, I think you play for like a, a Long Beach State or something beach t- squad that don't even got a uniform no more. Because I was trying to find the hat. I was looking <laughs> I for got it. That, 
Hey, I've got that uniform too. Maybe I'll wear that one tomorrow. Look, look, I'll be doing my research. Oh, we going, oh, we going, oh yeah, let's <laughs> have a day where everybody pull out their joint. Jay, in all seriousness, I hope you get better because you know I'm not Thanks, taking bro. I'm not taking this thing as an excuse. You know, I'm still taking you over the fence whenever you're ready. So, you know, get your cardio in, get your get the shoulder ready to go because I need you to throw something because you're going over the fence and it's we're going to have it live on UCSS for the world. Oh, I love that. So let me get a little scouting report. What don't you like? What do you like? You like cutters? Do you like sliders, curveballs, fastballs? What's your pitch? I, I, I'm really not a curveball guy. If you're going to throw a curve, Good to know. Ball, I'm going to just put the bat down. That's good to know, man. Jay. That's good to know. The curve I'm taking ball, notes. The curveball is why I retired. Jay, for most brothers, hit them with the changeup, right? Yeah. Yeah. The changeup. I will be a great one. going back to the dugout. Well, I'd have been the swung 10 minutes early. I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you what. I'm going to tell you one person that ain't hit him with a changeup yet. Roger Goodell in the NFL has been throwing all <laughs> fastballs. This is not yeah. Can you hit it? This, this Can you is, hit it? This is becoming comical. Jay, this is becoming comical here. Because this, this is so yeah, far I, this is so far beyond Deshaun Watson. We just into a, we just into another atmosphere here. Can the commissioner issue a gag order on himself, please? <laughs> yeah. I wish he would. You're, you're right, Brad. The point that struck me the most about this is he's influencing the judge yes and and by the way he's the judge's boss that's his be best friend <laughs> and he clearly weighed in yesterday on what he thinks his employees should do should do to make his boss happy right. guys this is the, it's the most bizarre kangaroo court setup i've ever seen Here. because first you had the dog and pony show with the real judge Sue L. Robinson, who right. has 25 years experience. And then that's all circumvented because in, in a garbage agreement between the NFL and the NFLPA, one of the two parties can decide, can break ties, essentially. Right. right. So that's a joke. And Get then him weighing in yesterday. That's why they laugh And guys, <laughs> Brad, you know, Goodell is very smart. He's very calculated. That wasn't done by accident. No, that was he no knew purpose. when he came out there that he would be asked about Deshaun Watson, and he had his answer ready to go. And I just think that in, in, in a situation where he's going to be, ultimately, he's the arbiter here. I mean, let's face it. He's, he's named Peter C. Harvey as the guy that's going to break the tie. And we know which way Goodell is leaning now, as if we didn't before. But yesterday was big because it was the first time he's really weighed in publicly with his thoughts on Sue Robinson's decision. So, guys, on one hand, when you read Sue L. Robinson's decision, there's no getting around the fact that she absolutely believed that there was clear evidence that he was guilty on all three counts against him in defaming the league. It's also clear that she wanted to do more, but she felt that her hands were tied because of the guardrails and the limitations that the league itself imposed. So what's extremely bizarre to me is on one hand, you know what the evidence is. On the other hand, you know that the judge is limited by the guidelines that the NFL has instituted. And now they're ready to take the eraser to all of that, change the <laughs> rules in the middle of the game and I don't think there's – I think it's by design that they're making the Browns wait. And why would I say that? Because I think at this point the league is about punishing the Browns, not just Deshaun Watson. I think it's also about punishing the Browns because they're not happy with the way the contract was structured. Yeah. So they're going to make everybody sit around and wait, and so much for expedited justice. I mean, it's, it's becoming a joke. Well, McNuggets, uh, really quick before we dive, dive back in here, uh, we got some sound um, from, uh, I believe this is Goodell, correct? Um, yeah, this is this is Goodell saying exact, this is the question and his answer to okay. what he was asked yesterday. Steve, let's play the sound, bite. Why go back to seeking the full year suspension? Uh, because we've seen the evidence. She was very clear about the evidence. Uh, she reinforced the evidence. <coughs> Uh, that there was uh, multiple violations here, and they were egregious. 
and it was predatory behavior. That's, those are things that we felt, um, always felt were really important for us to address in a way that's responsible. Okay, so, so so let me just, I can't Go, go ahead. I can't, go ahead. I can't, I can't, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you, y'all about the same age. I go ahead and get him wait. together. This is, the I, go ahead. I cannot wait. And again, let me be clear. I always, I, I always preface this, right? Okay. This is not about Watson. We're talking about the process here. The process of basic labor law. So you have the head of the NFL weighing in in advance of the decision to his own hand-picked uh, person is going to be the de facto arbit so Goodell is the de facto arbitrator here, right? Yes, and he wanted out in the ethos what he wanted to see done. You think Harvey didn't see that? Mm -hmm. Oh, he absolutely saw it, right? So it, it, it without getting political, it's very Trump like. <coughs> yes, it is. Very Trump like. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with getting political. So, <laughs> so, so you like lay it out here in the air and it, it becomes reality. Well, here, because let's let's talk about just just talk about basic labor law. There was no notice given. It's a collectively bargained agreement mm -hmm. between two parties. Mm -hmm. So if you want to make some changes, there's notice that has to be given. Yeah. There's no notice given here. Right. Okay. Then the second thing is here, Sue L. <laughs> Robinson laid down what she thought she thought what, what she saw gave her a presumption of, of evidence that said, in her opinion, that would led her to using the words egregious and predatory behavior, which by coincidence, I guess. Those are the same words Goodell used. <laughs> he stole them right from her. Mm -hmm. Now again, someone on the other side could say, well, wait a minute. There were two grand juries down in Texas that didn't come to that conclusion. We don't care about that. So we don't care that's about that. Yeah, that. See, this, that's this, beneath this, everybody. Matches, this matches my narrative. Uh -huh. So I'm going to go, this is where I'm going here, right? And so right. to Jay's point, it's about <laughs> punishment now. They come to punish Watson. They come to punish the Browns because they feel like the Browns have gotten over on them, right? Mm -hmm. And said, so, and then they've done the mm -hmm. other thing. They did the ultimate sin in football. They gave somebody a fully guaranteed contract, and who a guy who is not the face, their face of the NFL. Mm -hmm. So now everybody's getting a little pushback here. And I will tell you the other thing that Sue L. Robinson that they don't tell you is what she did was basic labor law. There were things done in the past. They call them past practice. Mm -hmm. It's past practice. That's why she was guarded by the guardrails here to say, I got to stay within the box. So this is what you have done in the past and other situations very similar to this. So I'm going to come, even though if I want to do more, past practice allows me to say I'm in the she realm. Said, she said in her thing, in her punishment, she said, I'm giving them six games and that's unprecedented. Yeah, she wanted, that's she said, the highest that it's ever been. Said, now let's give, let's take this. That's they wanted a year. That's a hundred and sixty-six percent more than what the, the judge gave. And, and the, the laughable thing that we talk about here, he talks about. Well, the evidence was clear. She gave us what we wanted. See, it it ain't about what the which what, what the justice was. She handed you and you piecemeal picked what you wanted. If you gonna pick that, you also forgot Roger that she gave six games. So you gonna stick to that? Or, or she also told you you've been practicing the, 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 the let's go do the public a public appeal and here's another thing which got me and I, I we look like boo-boo the fool we all look like idiots this thing actually has been getting wheels from the jump street do you think it's do you think it's very the two major public out pro football talk mm -hmm. the NFL network uh all these different outlets is it a surprise that they they've been over the top over the moon for for a hey, we got to get more we got to get more because here's the thought See, who process. they get fed by who they get uh, fed, who they get fed by uh, yeah, <laughs> right. access right they get fed by who the, the, the NFL <laughs> exactly it's all about access and I always say to myself that that was a nice she was a nice young lady woman asked a question but I always ask myself why would you be able to ask that question with a straight face and all straight and narrow and but you can't, ain't not one person in a scrum, not per, one person in a huddle say, well, Mr. Goodell, uh, when, when can we expect that uh, investigation to start on the Houston Texans? We see 30 allegations. We, they pay 30 people. What is the what is the league stance on that? Uh, Mr. Goodell, what is the league stance on Robert Kraft? Some are saying that these are similar items, but no, one person is doing this. Not one person has asked them that question. You know why? People in the media get paid 
off of access. And if you don't think your, your, your editors and your engineers and the higher ups and the CEOs don't tell you, hey, hey, be cool. We ain't asking no questions mm-hmm. about no owners. Mm-hmm. We're gonna stick right to the script because guess what? We wanna we wanna be invited to to the interviews. We still gotta keep the access. So let's be clear, this was never gonna get done a certain type of way. It was always rigged and it's continued to be rigged. Tybus, do you see any other way? I told y'all at the beginning of this show before we got on. That this that the NFL and Deshaun NFLPA and Deshaun Watson is looking at their poker hand right now, and they seeing the they seeing the, the field. Now so far they like you know what, we just gonna fold our hand on this one, and that's what it's looking like, and it's unfortunate because Brad is so upset by the process, and I continuously it's, tell Brad, it's sickening, <laughs> Brad, they they agreed to that process. Man, there's no way that they're going to change it for the next. When is the next CBA? When is it? Ten, uh, it's 2013. Can, can, you, can you tell me? This, this is what I said. And Jay, I want you to jump in on this, Jay. See, I came up at a different time. You know, I was a young player, and I would, had the fortune of being around some real old school guys that didn't, they, they didn't, they didn't play. They just were about their business. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say it again. Isaiah Thomas, about his business. Magic Johnson about his business, right? And the business is of the group. It ain't about just me, right? And sometimes in that group, somebody in the group gonna get sacrificed for the betterment of the group. And it's not just for us today. Mm-hmm. It's for those that come behind us. Yeah. Because this is this is what is irritating anybody else type us here that has been in a professional associate. The, the head of union, Demar Smith, what's his name? That's his name. Yeah. He shouldn't have had a job. I need you to explain it, it, to me it, why he still has it, a job. Incompetence. I mean, this is a, this is yeah. basic incompetence here. He <laughs> sold y'all up the, the creek. The fact that they're working two games or they're working two games here. The NFL is one is the the, the legal system game and, and how they're rigging it behind the scenes, right? My opinion. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is they're working a serious PR game here, a serious PR game. They dragging him through the mud, right? Mm-hmm. There's nobody from his side pushing back on anything at all on anything, Man, right? So I, I guess you. whatever you say is the facto <laughs> fact now. I mean, this is fact. Busby get out here and tap this because it, it, it looks like it from the public's perspective. It looked like it's checkmate already. Like what? What is that's why what are they going to say? That's why no, what are they going to gonna come out and say? All, the, the only thing that they can come out and say is that two grand juries proved this man was innocent. That's that, the only thing. That's a higher standard type. That's the only logical so thing that they can say. A, Everybody knows here. I'm not <laughs> here, I, and I've said this before. You don't get the answer to the end. They want the answer in the beginning, right? Jay, you <laughs> they see, already had that. Let, let me get to Jay. <laughs> let, me bring, let me bring Jay back in. Jay, you you you've worked in the news, right? You know how the game is played through media and how how to you know the news cycles and all these things. Can you <laughs> give us an insight into why is the NFL doing such a masterful job after Busby did a masterful job? And it just seems like the, the messaging, the pushback is completely uh, invisible for Watson and his team and the NFL Players Association. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Well, don't get it mis- mistaken here that the NFL, more than anything else, they're great at everything. But what they're really best at is marketing and public relations. They've had some really strong scandal over the last couple of years. They always seem to spin out of it. It's because they have some of the best PR people, not just in sports, but really in the entire world that are fronting their organization. A couple of things that I'd like to quickly address. You talked about the news cycle um, as it as it pertains to television. And this is something that I didn't like when I worked at ESPN. I like it even less now that I'm on the outside because I know how it works on the inside. ESPN and the NFL Network and Fox Sports and NBC Sports and CBS Sports, they are all business partners, guys. Yes, they mm. are. They're all business partners. <laughs> so in the early 2000s, 
when the NFL was furious with ESPN over a dramatic series called Playmakers that was really quite successful, with a phone call to ESPN, they got the show canceled. Shut guys. it down. They shut it down. And they shut it down because they didn't like the perception of what ESPN was putting out there for professional football, even though it was a mythical league. It wasn't the NFL. Yeah. They didn't like the perception that viewers might confuse this with the NFL and you're our business partner and you're hurting our entire business model with this. So shut it down. And it got shut down. Um, that's just one example. Another example that stands out to me, ESPN was working with NPR on a massive research project on CTE. And they were getting ready to, they were already in production, but they were starting to promote the fact that they were going to have this lengthy series on head injuries in the NFL. And the NFL didn't like that. The NFL didn't like one of their business partners, ESPN, putting together a product that was going to show the NFL in a negative light. So the project never aired on ESPN. And when you wield that kind of power, and, and make no mistake, the NFL is the most powerful entity in United States sports. Worldwide, soccer, there are some soccer bodies and federations that probably have a little bit more power internationally than the NFL. But the NFL is a juggernaut when it comes to power and wielding that power for its benefit in the United States. It is bizarre to me that they continue to operate with this almost mob mentality. We don't like you. We will squash you. We will shut you down. And if you look at their track record on these cases that have gone to federal court, the NFL is undefeated. When Maurice Claret won his case to be able to enter the NFL sooner than the normal three years removed from high school. Yeah, they soaked him out. The NFL just found a court that they liked. They <laughs> appealed the verdict and they won. Right. They, they, they won. They've, they've won all of these cases where discipline has been appealed at the federal level. Um, Zeke Elliott, of course. I'm not sure if Ben Roethlisberger went to a federal level on the appeal, but if you go back and you start researching how the NFL does once these cases go to federal court, you're going to find out they're undefeated. They are massive in scope, and they are ruthless the way they wield their power. So you have to look at the track record and what's going on here, and you have to understand that they're going to get their way because that's what the NFL does. By hook, by crook, no matter what, the game is rigged. We know the game is rigged when you look at the NFLPA and the NFL <clears throat> agreement. How they ever agreed to letting one of the parties involved in the dispute ultimately decide an appeal on that dispute, that is buffoonery. And I don't know how DeMaurice Smith is going to survive this. I really don't because, Brad, you've talked at length on the program since we started that the, over the course of the last two decades, the NBA has gone from a league where the players had almost no power right. to now having complete and total power in their hands. Took us a while. <laughs> the NFL is the predominant sport in the United States, so why is it their players have the least amount of power so amongst all of the professional sports? Their contracts aren't guaranteed. And when one of them is guaranteed, somehow the media takes sides with the NFL and says, this is ridiculous. How could he possibly get all that money guaranteed? <laughs> drill, 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 drill down so, on so that, Jay, Let me answer that one question right there. Here's the problem, Shoot. right? The, prob the, the problem is this. The NBA used to be, a, when I first broke into the NBA, the NBA was like this, Jay. They had all the power. I remember they had some players I played with, and they would be at the end of their contract, free agent year. So you said at the end of a free agent year, they still controlled the rights to where you went. Even when you were a free agent, total free mm -hmm. agent, you couldn't, you couldn't move. So unless they agreed <laughs> to allow you to slip out, they would hang you out the drive or clothesline and hold you there. People sitting out there for can't get, can't get work anywhere, right? Mm. So what happened? The players got wise and figured I had to show them that we're not just, we're not a, we're not indentured servants here. We're the product. And without us, it doesn't work. And you have to walk on them. 
-hmm. They have to know that boy, you will bleed. I'm gonna bleed, but you're gonna bleed too, right? And until you establish that, right? That's how you get parity here. The problem with the NFL, Jay, is this: the players don't walk. They don't do it at all, and then they peel off a few. And then the whole thing seems to collapse because everybody's saying like, well, I got bills. Well, hell, everybody got bills, right? <laughs> everybody got bills, well, well, right? And this is not for today. This is for later because you have to get, they have to become your real part. That's what happened to the NBA. The NBA and the players are really partners now. Now, the NBA doesn't like how it's going now, <laughs> so they're going to try to shift it a little bit. Yeah. But before it was 80-20 this way, now it's 55-45 the other so, way. To your point, to your point, and Tyvis, I want you to weigh in on this, though. See, the NBA, you got top. LeBron, can, LeBron and KD, if you got one of them, mm -hmm. you guaranteed to get somewhere. You got one, just one. Yeah. You, they put you there. Now, when you talk about football, you know, there's people like me that was never, never made it to the league and was given that would give their right arm or left arm to even get a sniff of it. There's also the majority of your players that, as Tyvis says, they not making a certain amount of money and they, they great at doing this. Mm -hmm. They say, hey, look, these people at the top of the food chain, that little 15%, maybe 10%, them as quarterbacks and, 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 and guys' skill position. You, is you willing to lay it on the line? You willing to wait, lay your chance? Because you only got three years tops. Mm -hmm. You, we could go strike right now. I mean, you might not get back. What you twenty six? Mm -hmm. What you about twenty six, bro? You, you want to do that? You, you go tell your old lady at the house mm -hmm. who got bills and got kids, and you, you and you tell her, well, honey, we got to do this for the common. See, we not. And by the way. African Americans really don't really do a good job of taking up for one another. We don't really divulge and invest in each other. We don't invest in our community. We don't. We if like we talk about it nine times out of ten, they say, "Oh, well, you got it. Hook me up." Yeah. No, you, they don't. You got to believe in paying people mm -hmm. and doing stuff. But that's a very tough sale. Well, the other thing, the other thing, I just tell you, and to Jay, I want you to understand this. The NBA was like this. When your top dogs at the top are saying, this is what we're going to do, you, yeah. you're not, don't break this line. Because we're going to punish yep. you. We're going to punish you if you break this line. You nailed right? it. And you had guys and down, your low man on Torpo was like, I better not do a thing because they're going to get me. I, I was some, it was some people that was, I told you, all the older players told us, like, we locking out. Like, say no. And yeah. like I told you, what the problem is, when it came down to it, and that man came out and, and said that this was a great contract, if, if and the, we getting compensated, you get. I think, like I said, I think before it switched to seventeen games, that first, that last sixteen game series, you was getting ninety to a hundred thousand dollars added on to your contract before you even played. Let me tell you. So something. people was like, "Oh, that's bad. That's let me, let me that's it." The silliness of it is that you run around here, the only league running around here with non guaranteed contract. <laughs> they front you some money up front. You feel like I got some money up front though. Listen, I, I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna tell like, you what. I, listen, I turn one ankle, you're still paying me for the next six years. I don't hey, care. I'm, I'm gonna sit down right over here. I, I'm taking a, I'm taking a, a hamper day. I don't think I'm playing today. So you people in St. Louis, we ain't even coming out. I'm just sitting on the sideline in my hoodie. Let's bring, let's bring. We got another. I can't wait to hear what he talk about. We gonna bring Leroy in here. He ready to go. I know he's jumping. Oh at man, he's jumping at the bit. Before we get to Leroy on the Gridiron Guys Hotline, though, we got to tell you about our favorite roofers in Northeast Ohio, which is. Gridiron Guys. Family owned since 2003, the Gridiron Guys have grown to be the Northeast Ohio's top rated roofers. They exemplify quality work practices and are a valued resource for homeowners. Plus, they offer a 10 year workmanship warranty. Call 330 573 7967 today for a free estimate or roof inspection. Grid, grid, grid. Gridiron Guys. <laughs> Man, that be killing me. That's some funny stuff right there. Hey, look at this. Look at just shaking his head. Let's go. <laughs> like, Let's come this? on up in here. Get you some. Get I'm gonna need some Michigan up in here come today. Whoa, Google the Michigan. Whoa, come on, hey, come on I'm gonna need that. Let's today. Go. We don't, hey. need, we yes, don't we do. need that. Yes, we do. We don't need He's that. He's my brother today. Come on, Leroy. Hey, Leroy, let me tee this up. Now we 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 just giving them context on on the situation with Deshaun Watson. Obviously, we could keep beating the dead horse and talking about what they want to do and how they want to move. But I'm gonna tell you like this. This all boils down to the way the relationship put by the Players Association is with the NFL at this point in time. And I thought Jay brought up a crazy point. You got to think about it. You ain't going to hear people in other stations saying that. These is their business partners. So you're not going to get the real testament in the media. What's your thoughts on, on how it got to be where it was 
as far as the labor and why we got to where we are today? From from the beginning, when everybody was talking about what the penalty would be, I let you guys know what my biggest fear was. And my biggest fear was that with all these new CBA arrangements, with all these plans, that this situation could end up in the hands of Roger Goodell. Mm -hmm. And so with all the pomp and circumstance of we have an arbiter, we have a a former judge, uh, Sue L. Robinson, very respected, all these things, we end up in the same spot we have been in for years past. And that is the problem I have. This whole situation has gotten so far away from what the penalty should be for Deshaun Watson and what did Deshaun Watson do to now it's let's make us look good. And look, I do believe that he's culpable in some in in, in this situation. I do believe that he should have been more careful. And he is a, a person that is supposed to lead a team. He can't be in these situations. All that I agree with. Okay. But for this to now go back to Roger Goodell, it's not about the penalty. You had a damn judge. Somebody who does this for a living. Somebody who read all the evidence, who's been reading evidence for 20, 30 years. Determine what the penalty should be. And it wasn't good enough. Now, I don't know how we ended up here. And I heard you guys talking about the power that the NFL has over the players. And part of the reason is this. Of baseball, basketball, and football. Football has the shortest lifespan. So the guys that might be fighting that fight in three or four years might not even be in the league. So that's a problem. When you talk about basketball, the guys that are fighting that good fight are in the league for 15 years. So you go outlast a lot of the people making some of these decisions. Mm. It's not like that in football. And so what has happened here is to all you guys' point is that you have in this hand I don't know how long my career lasts. I got to get it when I can get it. And then you have this other side saying, I got to do something to make our situation better. And you fight with this. Because if you get to a point where you fighting for what's going to make the Players Association better and the Players Situation better, you're going to have another job. And, and so that's hard. That's why I'm never going to tell a player that plays football what he should do or how he should handle the situation. But when you do this over and over and over again and, and the CBA comes up and it comes over and you're still going to have the same situation because that's just the way the league is. And 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 so, you know, I understand that the NFL feels that Deshaun Watson should be punished more. Hell, Deshaun Watson thinks he should be punished less. Doesn't that make it a good deal? Neither party's happy. I mean, why do we have to go through all our resources till you get what you want? You should have just led with that and 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 stopped all the all the the, the charade. <clears throat> so I hope. You know, and, and, and to Jay's point, here's why no federal judge is going to do anything. Because we have something called the CBA. They ain't going to touch that. They're not going to overturn anything in that CBA because it was collectively bargained. Mm-hmm. And so as a judge, you are, are, are playing with fire if you go in and say, I'm not going to abide by the collective bargain agreement that you guys have. 
That being said, that takes us to another situation. Why in the hell did we agree to this? <laughs> if you knew at any point in time, it could be back into the hands of Roger Goodell. You know, it's yep. like when you go buy a car or something like that and they charge you for something and they say, it ain't going to never happen, but we're going to put this in the contract just in case. Right? It always happens. Leroy, Leroy, can I give you a hypothetical and see if this is perhaps how this goes down? Because I don't know. I've never been in any of these negotiating sessions. I, I have a sure. feeling I understand how they work. But the the league, the, the players pick their key issues and the league picks its key issues. Mm-hmm. And the negotiation is a give and take. And what I've seen in the history of the NFLPA, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm speaking out of turn. I don't know. I've followed the negotiations over the years. But it seems to me that the Players Association is always too quick to give on key issues as long as it means they're getting more money. And sometimes in a negotiation, there's more than just the money that, that comes into play with all of this. And I but, feel but like Jay, and I think it was I think it was Brad or G Bush made the point. Hey, man, we're going to get ninety thousand. No, no, I'm sorry. It was it was Tyvis. Tyvis. We're going to get ninety thousand added onto our contract at least because they're going to add that seventeenth game, and that that quelled a lot of the players. Were like, oh, cool, we'll take that. And then the league held tightly to what was important to to it, control. and that's ultimate control. <laughs> and I think that at some point for this to change. The Players Association is going to have to be led by someone who I believe truly has its best interests in mind. Let exactly. me ask you a question. Was Gene, who was the union head when you, when you played? Gene Upshaw. Okay. Did you ever feel as a player that something ain't right with Gene in the league? Because I talked to a lot of players, there, Leroy. That there were a lot of situations. Out. There were a lot of situations that presented itself that you could kind of tell that it was a give-and-take situation. But I think that sometimes in order to defend your clientele, you can't be friends with the enemy, right? And it it doesn't mean you don't like them. It just means that as far as who I'm I'm representing, I have to, to show that I am willing to get what's best yeah, for them. Give me a shot. Um, did, did you feel, Leroy, that at any point Gene was making key decisions that might not necessarily be in the best interest of the Players Association, but it might have been serving the bigger purpose of harmony and unity? Hey, Jay, did did that, that ever that, exist? That, that, pl- that plays into it also. Um, but I, I, w- I would say this is that you have to understand that each CBA that comes up, there is a specific thing that the players want to get out of. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, you know, 90 was a 92, 93 or before that, it was the free agency thing. Right. It was mm-hmm. getting rid of that, uh, getting rid of that uh, plan B uh, stuff. Um, and, and it just kind of, it just kind of went on from there. Then we had a whole nother situation that presented itself in the next CBA. And and and, and these are the sticking points at the at that time. So maybe you yeah. give up a little something on the other end and you don't have to and you get what you want. Now, you know, it, it it's 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 a weird situation because, you know, maybe somebody like Demora Smith, and 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 the, the players' association, is is really pushing the issue of, hey, we wouldn't be in this situation. You guys just handle your business. Jay, you, you me, see Jay, what Jay, I mean? Jay, Jay, let me. I'm gonna jump in on Leroy's point here. <clears throat> so the, the the relationship between the players' association, I don't care Leroy, Leroy or any player association. In any league, it's incestuous <laughs> by nature. 
You have to right. guard it. You have to guard against that, right? Because you can. And get, if it's you, not, you should be raising eyebrows. Right. You 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 can get real. Chum, everybody can get real chummy here, mm-hmm. right? The the union's head of the union's job is to represent its players to the fullest. Right. We're not cousins. We not friends. We just colleagues. That's all we are. The problem is sometimes is that you can you can get it intertwined in such a way that you can lose your vision here. And what <coughs> happens is. If your leadership mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about the head of the union, I'm talking about the players because the players run the union. Mm-hmm. Be clear. They run the union. If they if the ones at the tip top of the, of the pyramid. Aren't in sync saying we're going this way. We heading south. You're going to have a somewhere. I say we're going west. Now let's go. No, no, no. The top tier people saying we're going south and we're not looking back. The others will fall in line and be clear. Everybody's not going to make it. Well, and I, I don't I feel for the dude this one year, two year dude. We not on that. Well, it, it's hard. It's hard to know who that guy is because I would tell you that one of the Pouncy twins, once the once that they, you know, Demore Smith came out and said that this is a great <laughs> deal. They we we've reached some agreements on things and I think I'm going to encourage our players to sign it. One of the Pouncy twins definitely Created a video. I'll send it to you. It's on YouTube. He came out and said that deal is BS. I don't none of y'all young players sign that. I'm telling y'all right now. Listen to me. I want to see what's best wow. for y'all. And then we so, did. So, so it was so, everybody so, so didn't top, agree so with that. And I would look so at him I, no, as no, like no, one of the top no, people. No disrespect to the Pouncy twins. <laughs> they not running this thing. It's Brady. It's them. It's if, well, I, don't they have, if I don't have Jordan, if I don't have Vlad <laughs> Thomas, if I don't have Magic Johnson, if I don't have but, Bird leading the way, wasn't saying that. that's the problem. Uh, but, but, here, but here's, here's the a, deal. Here's, the, the relationship that your stars have with the rest of the league is different yes. than the stars in the NFL have with other players. You basically only have a relationship mostly with other guys that play your position if it's quarterback and the guys on your team. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like it it, it is it is you you're not shocked if you see Bam out of bio working out with Donovan Mitchell. Okay? No, but you, Leroy, it's not a shock. Leroy because, back to my time. Hold on, hold on. Back to my time. I this is I just, I disagree with that. Jordan Thomas don't <laughs> like one another. Right. Don't like one another at all. But we're going to come together on this thing here. And it's then when we get right. this thing done, well, we're going back to what well, it's, it's not about they it's, <laughs> they it's so many players in the NFL that you don't communicate with them. Well, well, let, let, let me, I'm, I'm gonna give y'all this and this is why I tell somebody all the time. When I came into the game, they said you should not talk about politics. I said, why not? Politics is part of the game. This is a political. This is polit- politic political in, in its nature right here. One of the things that you you can learn from politics is getting your ducks in a row. One thing the Republican Party did years ago, they said we got one law we want to over, overturn. You know what they did? They started 40 years ago, 50 years ago, and they started lining up judges. Mm-hmm. They said, I'm going to line up the judges. I'm going to get these house races. Forget about the other stuff. We're going to worry about state to state because our goal is we're going to kick everything back to the state. And when we kick it back to the state, we got the legislators. And then guess what? You turn around 50 years ago later, people will wake up and say, how did they overturn that? That had precedent. No, no, no. They were doing that 50 years ago. For me, as an outside looking in, players union, you ain't got too much to lean on. But what you can do is you can get your ducks in the line. What do I mean by that? You can say, look, I got a, hey, you either going to pay these dues higher now or they're going to get us later. So here's what we're going to do. I need, we need a, we need a nest egg. We need something where we can guarantee that we can go to the young brothers in, in time in the future and say, hey, we got you for hey. two years. We got you for two years if we need to go to war with this. Be, but oh, you got to set that up 20, yeah. 30 be, years be, in advance. Be, be, clear, be clear. The players are the show. I mean, they're not the total show, but they are the show. If you don't remember, remember when they had the scabs, Jay? Remember that garbage yeah, football? Do. We had to watch that nonsense, right? Yeah, no one liked it. Nobody liked it at all. So if the if if the product moves out the way, 
I guarantee you'll get people to the table. Like, it's well, only oh, gonna take oh, one year. Like, but here's, here's, here's the deal, guys. It's only gonna take one year, Typhus. I promise. I you. listen. Like I told you, it was a. They tried to establish the. the I told you they took the Madden checks for years, and then they created a little fun. They took the check. <laughs> Why does that make you laugh? They took the, the Madden the checks for like checks. two or three years. They're your checks. That's like they're sixty. Your that was like sixty grand they're to using, hold you using up. They're like this, and they're keeping but your that, money. Okay. They're not about to, people. These young guys is not about to forfeit. An uh, undrafted player is not about to forfeit his sixteen to seventeen thousand dollar a week they, check. They, they took like the it can't, he's not about to afford <laughs> yeah. to do that. So that it's here's not going to happen. Here's the problem. Thomas, here's the other problem is that if you look at the 32 quarterbacks in the league, most of them are company guys. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right? I Meaning they all about the, the, the team, the organization, and getting everybody in line. Mm-hmm. In order for this to happen, five or six of them quarterbacks are going to have to take a stand. Mm-hmm. And, and and how they go about it and how they do it is on them. But those are the stars that you're talking about. Yes. Those are the guys that everybody feels they need to win a Super Bowl. So if the guys you feel you need to win a Super Bowl go to the players' reps and the players' union and, and, and DeMora Smith and say, hey, we need to fix this. Now we're having a whole different conversation, right? Because that same Leroy. message that passed that that same message that the coach passed to the quarterback and the quarterback relays to the team, <clears throat> that same message could be from Demora Smith to quarterback to mm. the players. Le- Leroy, the problem with that is, I'm sure you remember this, is in the '80s and '90s. It may even still go on today. The quarterbacks the QB, had their, yeah, yeah. they had their own their own little marketing gimmick off here to the side. So it was Marino and Esiason and Jim Kelly and John Elway. They all got together, and here's what they said. Why should we get one 660th, however many players there are in the NFL, why should we get a sliver of the licensing pie when there's really 32 guys that are moving this machine. Right. Mm-hmm. So they, right. they car- carved out their own little gimmick. These guys are inherently selfish. I mean, they, forget the betterment of all of our players. They were off I'm there on the side getting their it. own little gimmick going on. And I don't but know, again, is that still, that's, that's that's that part still of the problem with That's part of the problem with the things that we're talking about. It's easy and, and, and here's where I'm trying to be a little hesitant. Because it's easy to sit on the outside and tell you what people should do. But I've been in that situation. I'll leave right froze. Let me, let me say this until we get... Uh, oh, there we go. Are okay, we back? back. There you go. So I, I've been in that situation, and, and when they... Hmm that um i don't know what's wrong with my internet boys but and, <laughs> said, and they've said to me that you know dan marino's freezing it off do. <laughs> Jay. Jay is, right right Jay. he said dan marino making you mad he's let me just to, to leroy because leroy's gonna come back here in a second let me tell you something then dan marino and them have to be punished <laughs> yes they do and who punishes them the rest of the people in the union you don't get out of line. We're in this together. If I'm a bleed, you gonna bleed too. You don't get more than I get. We all in here together. And it took us a while. And Brad, to, it took us a while to get there, Jay. And when we got you there, just nailed it, though, Brad. You just nailed it. The reason that your league has taken leaps and bounds because they were way behind everybody yes. 30 years ago. Tell me the about reason it. they've <laughs> leaped past the NFL and leaped over the end, uh, Major League Baseball is because its superstars realized that they were getting theirs. They had more than they'd ever use, but they they took on a less selfish approach and the Jordans and the Magics and the Birds and all of the superstars got together and they said, we've got we've got to take this game into an area where the players have more of their of, of control over their careers. Exactly. Where in the NFL, that, that hasn't happened. It's almost like everybody is just grabbing their own piece of the pie, mm-hmm. running back to their crib, and, Jay, and, 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 and they're and, fine Jay, with that. Jay, that payoff, that payoff that Jordan them put in, 
is now manifesting itself in LeBron but, James and that group now. But, yep, but right. we got we also have to take right. into consideration that we cannot ignore the fact that race plays in this. Yeah. For years, the NFL has been protective over the quarterback position. Y'all can play everything else, but don't get too happy with the quarterback now. And the reason that is because is, is we talked Jay talked about it. You got Kelly, you got Marino, you got Montana, you got all those guys. Those those guys move to the other other end of the spectrum and you can see how much they make today and how much everybody else makes and you can see where that takes place. But here's the thing. Today's a due day. I heard Patrick Mahomes say something the other day and I said, oh, okay, Patrick. He said, I don't know what is a problem with people that all, that want to downplay black quarterbacks, African-American quarterbacks. For this thing to go where it needs to go, you're going to need the Patrick Mahomes of the world. You are going to need the guys that, that, that that's why I'm so defensive when they start putting little stuff in there about Kyler Murray don't want to study and you diminish don't don't diminish it and dumb down what I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. That's a part of the game plan here as well. But if you don't have that guy, those guys, those quarterbacks in want to fight, it's not going to work. It's going to work. Here's the other thing though. Here's the other thing. In basketball, you make 90% of your money off the court. So this is not true in football. So when you talk about the Jordans, when you talk about the LeBrons, LeBron ain't a billionaire because he that's, played basketball. That's only a handful. You don't yeah, make that much a, playing that's just basketball. That's a handful of guys. Most but there's always going to be that. Most, the the most, guys most, that we most, need to speak up is a handful of guys. Most of the people, the most of the people are going to make their money from their, from their paychecks, endorsed, right? Yeah. And, and the, the, the select few that get a little kibbles and bits on the side, some may get a little bit more than others. It's, it's a minuscule number. The fact, the fact of the matter is, I'll keep going back to this. It is about leadership at the top. It's about willing not to sell your next guy out, right? And here, and we're going to go down this road together. Because once you leverage that, the NFL has to respond respond to that, right? If they think that you will, I tell you what, Leroy, let them all walk out the training camp today. Well, let's move and just the threat that no games were going on here. Let's move the conversation they forward. They bluff. Let, let's move it forward. What what do we do Would now? They? We are here. The NFL Players Association is what it is. Leroy, what do you see as being uh, something that moving forward the league is going to do? Do you think the Players Association has any tools in its bag to 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 basically get anything for its client? Where do you think it goes from here? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Um, first of all, I think the players are going <coughs> to have some questions for DeMora Smith. Absolutely. And, and, and that conversation is going to be about the give and take of the negotiations. And if I were a player, I'd ask him this going into the last CBA, the issue that we had was Roger Goodell having the power of being the judge and the jury, right? That was the biggest, <clears throat> the, the biggest thing with um, <clears throat> the last CBA. It then went to, after the CBA was done, oh, we have an arbiter, there's going to be an arbiter, we're not going to have to deal with that. Then we start getting these situations. We get this situation. And I want to say, is this the first situation since the new CBA? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then we find out that there's an appeal process and Roger Goodell hands the appeal process. And I'm like, wait a minute. We went into this last CBA wanting to get it out of his hands. And it's not, and, and let's be clear, it's not, so that guys don't get penalized or punished for anything that they've done. So I'm not saying that, but I am saying 
Here, let me let, let me jump in here because they, <laughs> you know, I, you know, this thing has got me running. You know, like they say down south, this thing got me running hot. So let's talk about this player association because I'm a, we gonna get off of this right because it's it's, 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 it's it's irking me to the empty degree. <laughs> so when I talk about leadership, and this is not to diminish any of these guys, mm-hmm. I just told you who was at the head of the NBA Player Association, right? Mm-hmm. So we already know DeMarie Smith is is the is the, the the head of the so, uh, player association. Yep. But let's talk about the board, the officers, the officers, the officers are the ones that carry the weight that lead the train forward, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see, let's see, the president, J.C. Treader. Mm-hmm. If I went out in the streets, nobody would know who he is, right? They would in Cleveland? No, only in Cleveland. <laughs> only in Cleveland. Let's go to the vice, Calas Campbell. I know who he is. Do you know who he is? Uh, he is a defensive lineman. It's starting <laughs> off bad. Uh, offensive lineman. And defense <laughs> Hold on, no faces. So, so if we go, go ahead. If we go to the public, they're not gonna know. They unless don't you, know unless you're in that city. They don't know. Let me go to the next one. Austin Eckler. Okay, that's a fantasy fantasy guy. Keep coming. Yeah, <laughs> running back for the charge. Ryan Kelly. No glue. <laughs> like. Play center for the Colts. Another center. Alex Max. Another center. center. How many center do you want? <laughs> Hold it. Jason McCourty. He retired. Brandon McManus. That's the kicker for the Broncos. <laughs> Thomas Morstead. I think he's a kicker for the Saints. Jalen Reese Maben. He got a hyphenated uh, name. Uh, I don't know. Uh, him. Here, here's the first name I know. That's all I know. Here's the first name I know. Richard Sherman. Hey. All right. There and, we go. And Richard there we go. On, he's on. On foul. Here, I'm man from Ohio State. That. Michael Thomas is there. Michael on the yes. board. Reading this thing here. <laughs> we making some moves. That's it. That here. But again, <laughs> when Bucks. I get when I get to it, is this? See that, Steve? Go Bucks. <laughs> I'm gonna need I'm gonna need the filet mignon to be at the top of the ticket, right? Leading the way, <laughs> because that's the only thing the people in the office up there respect. So if Brady them not there, and I'm just saying Brady because he Brady, right? Brady's got a responsibility to the people behind him. He did, he getting peeled off 345 to be on TV. And, and he right? gonna get it. He gonna get it regardless. He gonna get it regardless. He definitely get it so, regardless. So so it don't matter what he. That, you so gotta have those. If, you don't, if, you, don't, if you don't have fine. Brady and Brady like people at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Seeing what just Leroy just said, right? That's how you have to meet that. And no disrespect to these other dudes. Give me a Matt Ryan. I like. Give, give me a Matt Ryan. Can I get Andrew Luck you back need in here? Top of the ticket. And, and Brad, to your point about Tom Brady, if anybody should be leery of the way the league dispenses justice, it should be Tom Brady. He went through this with Deflategate. Remember, guys, I think everybody forgets what a big deal that was. Yo, the dude let out some air in the footballs, for crying out loud. And if you compared his stats in the first half to the second half, when the change was made, he was actually better when he was using the balls that were legal. And the league made this huge deal out of it. Oh my God, the Patriots are cheating. The air in the football is off by three PSI. And most guys, when they feel it, couldn't even tell the difference. And you think that he would get out in front of this train and say, yeah, man, this whole sham of dispensing justice is a joke. We need to change that. Nothing. Nah, because they got some kibbles and bits. They gave him some kibbles and bits. I mean, he, on, he on that train. They're like, let's be They're like, come on now. You got to understand these people go to the same cookouts, the same christenings, the same showers, the, the same golf outings. Like, like, let's be clear. He is right up underneath them. It's him, Aaron Rodgers. We need to let Aaron Rodgers stay at home. We don't want him negotiating on y'all behalf. That's oh, not no, but and, and I hear psychedelic some of these dudes don't even have to negotiate. You just need the face yes. and the front, right? Now, the head of the union, Demar Smith, he got to do his job. See, we would relieve him a duty. He'd be relieved. I mean, I mean, after this little fiasco here goes down here, he, he out. He can't get his two point. Yeah, I, I will. I will, say, <laughs> I will say this. We'll move along. We, there is camp. There is some football here. Uh, we do talk football sometimes here. Leroy, <laughs> I've been saying for so long and I want to get Jay's thought on this too. Uh, these receivers, Jakeem Grant gone for Achilles heel. He, they just yeah. signed him to a three-year deal. Special teams player, mm. punt return, kick return. Uh, you, you just look at the injuries that we've had so far. David Bell's been oh. out some time. Anthony Schwartz been yeah. time. Isaiah Weston has is gone for the year uh, with a, with ACL. Jakeem Grant is gone for a year with Achilles heel. Mike Woods got a hamstring. Mike Woods got a hamstring. Gonna be out multiple weeks. And on top of that, Mari Cooper to miss some time. 
We've been, we've been sitting here. Me and Brad been trying to pound on this table for weeks. Is it just they just feel like we just not going to do nothing? Or what's the what's the what's what's the meaning behind not having no urgency about the receiver position? Because sometimes you can't you can't make a decision just to make a decision. It's got to be the right decision. Um, there'll be players available. I tell you what. I tell you, I don't want to. I don't want to suggest nothing, but I tell you, you guys. Leroy don't want to suggest. But if you're going to do it, you're talking to me. I'm going to tell you who got a full room of receivers. The Miami Dolphins. They sure do. And and they got guys complaining about not getting some opportunities. And, hey, all it take is a phone call. We can work something out. You know what I'm saying? I'll put you in contact with AB, man. Come on now. Hey, hey, we got we got we got Preston Williams, right? He he he's been known to go ahead on and catch a ball or two. You know, y'all can't have none of the speed though. I'm more than sure they they so excited. Hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie. You know how sometimes y'all go to the first day of camp and you talk to a coach and they excited about one thing. Yeah. Mike McDaniel is so excited about everybody being fast. <laughs> like, that's it. We are fast. That's all he talking about, right? You got, you got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. You got uh, Raheem Mozart. Uh, oh. You know, Chase all burners. They I'm get talking out. about four, three guys. Cedric yeah. Wilson. They, get, they Cedric got Wilson, Wilson. Cedric Wilson, man. Yeah. So, uh, y'all so need hey. to give up something. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I don't want to stir nothing up. <laughs> but okay, yeah, come on, on my on. show, on my show, I have proposed a, a trade with my dear Cleveland Browns. Oh, uh, Lord. <laughs> What's your trade? Now, What's the trade? We'll send you Preston Williams <laughs> and a fourth rounder for Kareem Hunt. No. Uh, no. He's going to try to fleece us. Oh, what's your name? 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 What's your but from a Browns perspective, it's a team up north. Stuff. If I had not seen what Dearness Johnson did last year, okay, no chance, no chance. Okay, I I love me some Kareem Hunt. Believe me when we I tell you, we can't get Cedric. Wilson I, I have spent part of I have spent part of my career as Kareem Hunt. Okay, right. So I know okay. what he's going through. Also, right, right, right. Okay, I understand it. Yeah, that's true. The Browns. Don't have any wide receivers, and you don't want to go into this year with Deshaun Watson <laughs> so, and no receivers. Wait a minute. So, Leroy, you telling me we gonna give up one of our X factors for Preston Williams? Preston Williams? Are you crazy? And a fourth rounder? No, because wait, we we keep in mind. Get, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. <laughs> the reason why you have to do it this way. The reason why you have to do it this way. Is because when you bring him in, you got to give him a contract. I'd rather take you understand what I'm saying? Swift trade if that's the case. Yeah, give it a linebacker in Chicago. I, yeah, I take the Chicago <laughs> linebacker and we gonna trade Kareem Hunt okay. for what? Look, but you, they got a running back in Chicago. This is this is the thing. You know why I don't fret about the wide receiver position? Because it, they have they got a veteran in mind, and that veteran they didn't probably reach out to that veteran and said we have interest in bringing you in. That veteran told him, Yeah, but that's. I'm, that was I'm my not first time. I'm not coming in for camp. I come in towards the end. I'm not doing no training camp. So they know who they Tybus. want already, but they not. That bringing was my them first. In. But that was my first. That was my first comments. <laughs> is that they not just gonna do something to do it? They probably have a plan. Oh, they got and one. And it's just not done. It's just not done they yet. Oh, well, yeah. Ain't no vet yeah, doing you no have camp. To. I'm telling hey, you right now. I. It, Listen, yeah. I'm gonna tell you what. I, I need y'all to come back. We come back with another. I need you to come back with another trade, Leroy. Give me a fifth. <laughs> on top of that, fourth and fifth. Come on back. And Jay, Jay, listen. Next time, when we get you on, 
Um, you, you you need to stop having all your Emmys out there, bro. Until and, and you get us an Emmy on this show, you can't put that one up. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna, tomorrow? I'm gonna bring all of them down here. <laughs> I'm gonna have a whole two of them. Cause they like don't think I just got one. Look at that And I appreciate y'all, man. We go check. Is they coming back on tomorrow or something? Jay's back tomorrow. Oh, Jay's back tomorrow. I'm okay, back tomorrow. Leroy. I'm hey, trying hey, to ease back into this life thing, you know? <laughs> get, no, no, get you I, some, like, get you wait, some wait, good wait, card you got, a, you got a softball game or something? Jay? You got a softball <laughs> game? 50 and over? What are you doing? <laughs> no, you missed it at the top of the show, Leroy. So, you know when oh, you're sick over. and you're trying to convince yourself that you're better, and then you've got a game on the horizon, you're like, yeah, I'm good, I can go. I'm in game day mode right now, okay? I'm in game day mode. I'm telling myself really? I am going to pitch a game for the St. Saint Paul Saints tonight. You know, you that's that's one of my minor league teams. What's your so playlist? So I'm, I'm trying to will my... Yeah, you up out of here. Day up 10 minutes, and I'll probably have a 911 call after shortly after I do that. Mm. You gotta have yeah. a get, get playlist. I love y'all. Listen, we never get you going. Come on, G. Y'all gonna get some money, but y'all not gonna get no money right here. McNuggets, we gotta go. Get them off the sticks. Get them off the sticks. They got to go. They got to go home, but they gotta get up out of here. It's, it's, it's last call for alcohol, McNuggets. Let's keep it going. Man, Leroy gave us Leroy gave us an arbor trade. Yeah, go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Leroy ain't know that. Send that trade to Lansing. Send that trade to Lansing. I'm not getting. I'm not getting off the line without saying go boo. You, you go ahead. Mikey, kick him off. Please. Get rid of that guy. Break the safe. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.